All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again. It is time for another edition of Fair Ones and Fairways. Special edition because this week we got a big fight preview to get into. Canelo versus Charlo. Jamel Charlo, that is, man. But we're going to jump into it, man. Noel Sosa in here. I got the hurricane back in the building. What up, Fernando? What's going on, Noel What's going on? Another big week. Another yeah. Another week for fights, for you, sure. You know it's a big week when we got uh, we got a couple of guests here, man, with us. Sure do. Sure uh, do. Welcome back to the show. First of all, let's talk about my man who's right here in studio. The Butcher is back. Hey, what's up, you guys? What's going on, man? Happy to be here. I know that's right. We've been looking forward to getting you back on, especially for this episode. Yes, that's I know right. for a fact. I've been looking forward to it. <laughs> And we got my man Ivory Towns also in the building from the Whatever You Say podcast. Ivory, what's up, man? How we doing, No So? How we doing, fellas? Thanks for the invite, man. Oh, yeah. Ready for this one. Yeah, no, this is a big one. I, I consider this one of the, one of the big yeah. fights of the year uh, in what has been a huge year uh, for the sport of boxing. But we're going to go ahead and uh, jump into to it right now. But real quick, uh, before we jump into Canelo Charlo, I, I did want to bring up a fight that we just had this past weekend. The heavyweights were in action. It was a rematch between Zeely and I guess I've been saying his name wrong the whole time. When you start winning, they start pronouncing your name right. Yep. I, 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 so how, how do I say it now? Is it is, <laughs> is it Zong? I mean, I thought it was Zang. But it is not. <laughs> it is not. Zang, Zhang, whatever. I thought Big Bang Zang, but that yeah. was just marketing. Apparently, yeah. it's, it's, it's called Big Bang. Big Bang. Big Bang, there you go. Let's get it right that Big, way. Big Bang Zong yeah. uh, gets a devastating devastating knockout of his opponent uh joe joyce this time a lot quicker got him in the third round actually a lot more dominant this time around you know that, that that's the rule of thumb they say right that a rematch usually happens the you know the same guy wins just more convincing and again if, obviously that's not always the case but yeah. they say that's a kind of a rule of thumb well that was true this this past weekend yeah big bang was right right <laughs> boy <laughs> but uh boy it, what surprised me about this fight more than anything was uh, how quickly it ended. Yeah. But I remember when uh, we talked about this fight before, we thought uh, Zhang would get would repeat. Um, we just thought it would take him a little bit longer. But you called me right after the weigh-in and said, hey, did you see how much uh, Joyce weighed? Yeah. And we, when we saw it, it was like, man, I think this fight might end a little bit quicker now because he, he played uh, directly into uh, Big Bang's uh, strengths. Right. You know, um, we talked about he needs to circle to his left. He needs to circle to his left. But in order for that strategy to have been more effective, he would have had to have been lighter and be quick on his feet. Right. So he completely negated that and, you know, pretty much uh, handicapped himself by doing that, by gaining all that weight. You know, he went the other way. You know, we're thinking, man, maybe you want to be a little bit more nimble, a little more elusive. Yeah. Uh, but he said, no, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, said, but, but it didn't work out for and, him. And big critic to Zank because he... he uh, he anticipated Joyce making those adjustments, and he started circling to his, to his left on his own as well and uh, setting up his right hook and setting up his uh, shots to the body. So uh, big credit to Big Mang for anticipating those adjustments and making adjustments of his own. Absolutely. Uh, you got to give him credit, man. I was, I'm going to just say this right now, thoroughly impressed by Zong. And, and I'm gonna. I'm, that's how I'm saying his name now, because that's how they were okay. saying it on Zong. TV. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like somebody told him, "Hey, man, you guys are saying my name wrong. Now I'm the champion. Now you gotta, you better get it, get right. it right. You know, get what it mean? right. Yeah, uh, for sure. So, <laughs> so uh, but, but I was thoroughly impressed. I mean, the dude, the dude looked every bit of a top five heavyweight in the world, for sure. In my opinion, yeah, definitely. I mean, he obviously got popping both hands. I mean, you know, he was hitting him with that left, hitting him with that left, hitting him with that left. But boy, when he let the right go, night night. Big time right hook. Yeah, big definitely. Time. Uh, well, I don't want to be the. I want to. I don't want to go against you guys, but honestly, 
first of all, big uh, credit to to Big Bang. He uh, took care of business. He did whatever he needed to do to win. But I don't know how serious you can take him when when you fight a fighter like Joyce. Okay. A fighter like um, since the first round, the, the first seconds that uh, when the fight started, he was scared. Uh. He was scared. He was flinching. Mm. Uh, whenever he would uh, throw, uh, Sang would throw a jab and he didn't let go the the right hand, and he flinched. So I was like, huh. Mm. So all the time he was flinching. He looked like he didn't want to be in the ring with Chang. So I don't know how serious we can take him after this fight. I would like him to see against uh, somebody that will actually be in opposition for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely, I mean, I give him all the credit. He he did whatever he needed to do to win the fight. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would like to see him against somebody at another level. Sure, and and, and, and that's that, that's a good point, right? Because yeah. up to this point, I mean, Joyce, he uh, there was a lot of he could be one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that all was all derailed uh, by Big Bang Zong. Well, for sure. I mean, I would say you had to give him something to be scared of for yeah. him to be scared. Yeah. And so and I, 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 I got to so. give Bang the credit, Big Bang the credit for that because yeah. he wouldn't be scared of you if you know if he didn't do that the first time. So I think that's more to what uh, Zhang was able to do. Yeah. Uh, to a guy that, by the way, was very hyped, very hyped, had a lot of hype coming into this. Yeah. And I've said this before, he knocked out uh, Parker. Parker, right. And, you know, he took Dubois O, and he kind of had a lot of momentum going into this fight. People were talking about getting him a title shot soon. Right. And, you know, and, and of course, we saw what happened. Yeah, saw what happened. Uh, Ivory, did you get a chance to see this one, uh, the two heavyweights this past weekend? Yes, I did. I did see that one, man. I did. It was, it was kind of a disrespectful knockout, man. <laughs> you know, kind of like... It was kind of like uh, I I know what this dude is bringing. Uh, you know, I've been down this road before. He doesn't look all of, you know in the best shape. Let me go ahead and get him out of here early, man. And and if you remember, I, I kind of you know you guys went with Zang and I went with uh with Joyce just to just to have my money card looking right and uh, <laughs> it did it did go it didn't go uh it didn't go his way, man. I'm I'm with you guys. He looked a little out of shape and you know kind of like uh. You know, I've been here. I've I've done this before. Let me let me go ahead and get this money shot and and, and get up out of here. He didn't like it at all, really. Well, you know, well, you know, it's funny, man, because at the weigh-in, I should say, right after the weigh-in, you know, they interview the fighters and hey, what do you think about tomorrow night? Yeah. Well, when they talked to Zhang, uh, you know, they said, "What did you see when you looked in his eyes?" He said, "An injured fighter." He goes, I messed his eye up yeah, last right. time. You know, I, I, he, yeah. he's gonna he's he's worried about that eye, and I'm coming for it. You know, and he even said, I, I'm going to end your career. Now, I don't know if he's done that, but I know he certainly has uh, derailed the train that what you know Joe Joyce was on for sure. Um, speaking of to, to what the butcher said here, okay, what is next for Zhang Dan? And, and now, if you ask him, yeah. he says, Hey, I'm ready to shut up Tyson Fury. Uh, that's what he wants yeah. to do. But what what is a what's a real next step for him here? Well, I mean, I would love to see that fight. I think sure. you know size the uh, the size similarities. Um, of course, you know the the edge and stamina would probably go to Fury because he's gone uh, championship rounds more you know more than uh, than Big Bang would right. have been. But you know, I would like to see him uh, tested. He's earned it. He's he's an interim champion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's ready for the biggest names in the heavyweight division for sure. I don't think he's ready for the biggest name. I think he's ready for someone like Frank Sanchez. Yeah. I would like to see him against Frank Ch- Sanchez. Maybe King Kong Ortiz. Yeah. Or um, 
the baby face. So I just feel like oh, big baby, big big baby, yeah, big there baby. You go. I feel like he's earned those shots though. Like I, I'm not saying he beats necessarily all those names, like right. all the champions, but he's earned the shot for sure. You know, he's earned right. he's earned the right to try. Um, of course, you know Tyson Fury probably won't fight him right now because he's a real boxer. <laughs> That's right. He, you know, if Tyson Tyson <laughs> Fury said he's not worried about anybody who's a real boxer right now. Yeah. He's worried about the money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only you know he's not interested in WBC, WBO. Right. He he's, he's maybe interested in WWE, UFC. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. He's interested in that right now, but yeah, yeah he's, he's but that's besides the yeah. point. Absolutely, he's interested in USD. And, because, and, <laughs> and really, and and because he feels like that, that yeah, anybody can, anybody has the right to really go for that shot. Now he don't want it, so you know anybody can say, yeah, I'm ready for that. I mean, I'll give it up. Absolutely. I think some of the names you mentioned, though, that the butcher was talking about. Sure. I mean, listen, those are great matchups. I, I I don't mind seeing all of those matchups. Yeah. But if Zhang and his camp feel like, hey, we we're ready for the other champion or champions, I, I, again, I think he has earned it. I think you know if you start talking about who you want to see some of these guys against. Listen, it, some names we haven't mentioned, right? Andy Ruiz. Yeah, I mean, who's who's Andy Ruiz going to fight? I, yeah. I love that matchup. Yeah. I love an Andy Ruiz versus Zong matchup. I think that's incredible. I want to see it. Uh, and then you still got AJ out there. You've got Deontay Wilder out there. Um, and and again, some of the names uh, that, that you mentioned. I, does he ever want to rematch uh, Hergovich? I mean, because you know that was kind of uh, controversy there. It was controversial, and it was entertaining as well. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Maybe, like, for a vacant belt or something. I mean, right. I don't know. Uh, I think that might have been for, like, an IBF or something like that. Sure. But, but either way, I mean, it, it would have been a, a great fight. Uh, it would be a, gr- a good rematch for sure. So, I thought Zhang won that fight, too, I, by the way. I, I think most people kind of say that. Uh, not everybody. It's not unanimous, but a lot of people think Zhang won that fight. Um, but, again, I guess, you know, our guy, uh, you know, this big guy who comes from China. China, how long have they been trying to get themselves a heavyweight champion? Forever. <laughs> forever. Forever. Yeah, forever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. up until recently, I don't even think they had a flyweight champion, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. But I think they finally had one with Zhu Shiming. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he, That's kinda, right. he got an eye injury. He, just, uh, he retired, That's unfortunately. Right. But That's right. Yeah, I mean, not very many Chinese uh, world champions out there. But, man, let me tell you what. There's something about Zayn that I do like. I saw him after the fight. I don't know if you saw the clip of him celebrating in his locker room. He was doing a little jig and a yeah. little dance. Yeah. I said, hey, man, this dude, this dude is, you could tell he is at the height of his powers. Because what yeah. is he, 40? 40, yeah. 40 years old, but, uh, you know, the division kind of leans a little bit that way. Yeah. So it's not like he's got a lot of these young, young, you know, contenders. I mean, there are a yeah. lot of young fighters out there. Uh, you mentioned one of them, uh, the real big baby. Um, but, you know, how, how does that, is that a potential matchup? What do you think about that? I, I don't know if they're going to put the big baby in there. No, yet. they won't. After, after what he went through with uh, Martin, was it Charles? Yeah, yeah, Charles after Martin. After he went through with Charles Martin, I think. Probably not the best idea. It's not the best idea, <laughs> yeah. uh, but they do need somebody more similar to Charles Martin. Someone that's going to give him rounds, yeah. a little adversity that yeah. he can kind of get ready for and kind of overcome and basically just give him rounds. Um, Zhang might be just a, yeah. little bit, a little bit too much for, for big baby. I agree. I agree. Uh, at least right now, at this point, for sure. But he definitely got something on his favor, like you mentioned. He's. I know he's forty, uh-huh. but in this division, you don't need you don't need a lot of mobility. Mm. You got the power. You got the technique. I think you're gonna be good. Well, and we'll see. We'll we'll see how he reacts against someone like um, Andy Ruiz. Yeah, with that speed. Yeah, and power too. So. You know, you know. Let me tell you something, and I think we can all agree on this. Ivory, let me know what you think. I think, from from my money, 
I think Andy Ruiz maybe has the fastest hands in the heavyweight division. Now, listen, Wilder can sneak that right in there pretty quick. Uh, You got to give him credit for that. But I think just hand speed, both hands, combination punching, I think Andy Ruiz has got that title for the heavyweight division right now. Um, But I was surprised that uh, Zhang speed, uh, uh, to me, he looked a little quicker than I'm normally used to seeing Definitely, yeah. Yeah. So, again, I think he's at the height of his powers, right? Like he is, you know, at 40 years old. The best boxer he's ever been. And a two-time Olympian, too, by the way. We can't forget that. We, we sleep on that a little bit, yeah. I feel. Absolutely. Man. Is that, was that, is that true? Is that true hand speed, or are you going against an, an, an uninspired fighter? Kind of unmotivated fighter right there. I think more or less, like when you have somebody like, like Zhang, who's a former Olympian, and you've kind of seen the best in the world at your particular weight class at that point in time, yeah. you're more equipped to handle somebody uh, in the pro ranks because you've already seen the best technically. And when you're a two-time Olympian, you've seen the best in the world already twice. And so he's got that yeah. advantage already. So he can place the shots however he needs to. And and, let, and let's also not forget, you know, not every Olympian adjusts well to the pro game. And he's actually done a very good job of adjusting well to the pro game and to adjusting to the tempo of a pro fight as well. So, And, and, and let me say this. I, I think this is important to note because I asked the question before the fight. I think we got the answer after the fight. I said, I don't know how, you know, you never know how somebody handles defeat and you never know how somebody handles success. So, you know, some, some fighters handle th- those things differently. I think Zhang has been inspired by his success. I think he is the most confident I mean, he's owning it right now. I mean, he went out there. I mean, I saw him in the press conferences, in his training, obviously how he executed his plan in the fight game. I think, you, again, I think he's the best version of himself, and it's for all those reasons. It's the success he has. I think he believes in his Chinese power, right? I, you know, as he loves to market himself. Uh, you know, he says that. You know, he says that in, in plain English. He learned that. Someone taught him that one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, so it's it, again, it's it's impressive. I really want to see him again, and I hope we get to see him again soon. Uh, so we'll see how that works out. Listen, fellas, I think we need to jump into the reason why we're here today. Uh, big fight this weekend. Big fight this weekend. Uh, and again, what has been a tremendous year in 2023? We've got so many marquee matchups uh, that have already happened. Still a few more to go this year, including this weekend. Canelo was back in the in, in the building, and you know, say what you want to, like him or not, uh, he's been the face of boxing for quite some time. Uh, I think he still is, even though we've got some guys getting you know vying for that title to be the big draw. He's still the big draw, and he's got to fight this weekend against one of the Charlo brothers. Originally, we were thinking it was going to be Jamal for for one reason or another. He's unavailable. His brother steps up, Jamel. And uh, they've got a fight this Saturday at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Canelo going for his 60th win, uh, 59 wins, two losses, two draws, 39 knockouts. And Jamel Charlo, 35, one and one with 19 knockouts. Let's start with you, Fernando. What do you think about this matchup coming up this weekend? Are you ready for it? Are you excited for it? What is going to happen? For sure, I'm ready for this fight. It, it is a big fight. And, and like I've said before, you know, I, I do believe Jermel is the right guy to ask the question if Canelo still has uh, his peak powers, like if he's still an elite fighter. You know, naturally, we would have loved to have seen Jermel, but, you know, he's got his issues going. And like I've said numerous times, we do not have a Charlo triplet out there that can make 168. Mm-hmm. So this is the next best guy for the job that can that can challenge him. Um, I think they both walk around probably close, close to the uh, similar weight, I think. They probably both walk around like 170. And by the way, Crawford walks around 180. He, Apparently. So 
I mean, these yeah. guys are big, dude. They're, they're probably closer to the same size than most people would realize. Right. Uh, and, and you know, I think he does have the the skills and the talent to really uh, to challenge Canelo and to and to really to um, to ask the question, is, is he still the same Canelo or is he slipping a little bit? So that's what I'm interested in seeing. I think it's, uh, and again, September and, and May are the two biggest uh, dates in boxing for, for, Mexican, for Mexico and really in the United States because of the, the you know, the Mexican fan base. So right. it's kind of like a, a Super Bowl. Well, I, you know, talking about the walking around weight and whatnot, uh, I mean, listen, we've got, uh, you know, some stats here, right? Uh, Charlo, 5'11", Canelo, 5'9", so he's a couple inches shorter. And in, in reach advantage uh, for Charlo, he's got a 73-inch reach, and uh, Canelo has a 70-and-a-half-inch reach. So reach advantage, height advantage. But yet he's the guy coming up to weight classes, right, to fight right. Canelo. So, again, it, it makes you really think, you know, what are these guys, you know, where do they naturally kind of compare to each other? Um, listen, I'm going to let the Butcher take this next. Uh, butcher, what are your thoughts of this matchup this weekend? Ooh. Yeah, um, I think I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going to defer with Fernando again. Okay. Uh, first of all, I feel like um, Charles was not used to getting heat at that weight class. Right. Remember, he's going up two weight. Two weight classes. Yes. Yeah. From one fifty four to one sixty eight. That's fourteen pounds. Even though you're walking pretty much in the same weight, um, when it comes to fighting, you used to fight smaller guys or or fighters in your weight class. Right. So Canelo, I think he's doing just basically the same thing that he's been doing his whole career, running away from the big challenges. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. He is. Boom. Shots fired. Hey, Butcher, Butcher. Whoa, we need, whoa, whoa. We, let's add a rehydr- rehydration clause for this one, too, please. <laughs> we, need a, we need an even playing field. <laughs> That's right. I mean, he did it so many times. He did it when he won his first uh, championship title, when he fought... What was his name? Um, Hatton. Hatton, yeah. Hatton's brother, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, 135 pounder, we're going out to 154. Mm. Come on. Yeah, yeah. He did it with Ken again. At 140 going to 154. 150, 155, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, so he's done it so many times. And he did, in the past, he did it to, I guess, escape from Triple G. Mm-hmm. And now he's doing it just again to escape from the biggest threat. Bandera Roja, right? <laughs> Dave Benavides, Dave Benavides yeah. yeah. I mean, listen. Uh, I I, go ahead, I. No, I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't know that 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 he does that so many times with his with his fights. Yeah, got him a little different now because of that too, man. I did, I wasn't aware of that. Not yeah. not so many. Not so many of his big fights. Yeah, and that's been my biggest uh, critique on him as well. Because as I've said, I'm not the. I haven't always been the biggest Canelo fanboy. I can't say that I have been. And I'll call it like I see it. And, you know, him defending the, you know, the middleweight championship against Amir Khan to me was a uh, fraud of a fight. Mm. Shouldn't have happened. Right. Uh, he was but, losing, though. Yeah. And, was. And, Until he wasn't. Yeah, credit to Khan for that. But, yeah, he got knocked out. Yeah. He, he, yeah, no, no, he got put on, on World Star on that one. Uh, but, uh, but, but uh, you know, the way he beat Matthew Hatton, who was a blown up 140 pounder or right. whatever weight class he was. And they made him fight for a 154 pound uh, championship. And like I've, I've been critical of that, and right. you know, and, and a, a lot of the rehydration clauses that he does, the defending the 160 pound title in a 155 pound fight to me that was BS. Well, but, he left his 160 title. Yeah, then he vacated. That's right, because he didn't want to fight Triple G at that exact time. He wanted to fight him whenever he wanted to fight him. 
So, so yeah, but I think what changed for me was his fight with Kovalev. That kind of turned things around for me because Kovalev, I don't care what anybody, what anybody says, he was still a, a threat at that point in time. For sure. He was still a, yeah, he was. you know, he may not have been like a pound for pound guy at that point, but he was still an elite 175er. And, you know, Canelo knocked him out in a fight that, you know, was very competitive. Um, you know, uh, knocked him out cold. Uh, he was able to unify the 168-pound division. Uh, being a small guy, mm-hmm. being a small, you know, a small super middleweight. Right. Very impressive. He knocked out Caleb Plant. You know, Benavides wasn't able to do that, but he knocked out Caleb Plant. Sure. Um, you saw what he did to Billy Joe Saunders, who's a very defensive fighter, very good defensive fighter. Pretty much ended things for Billy Pretty Joe. Pretty much ended things for him. So there's some good with the bad. There's, a, you know, we talk about a lot of the bad stuff, but there is some good in there. And so I, we do have to give him credit for that. And nobody draws the kind of money that he draws right now. Yeah. You know, he's really one of the top guys in the sport. I mean, I mean listen, I'll just say this. As far as the business goes and utilizing your A-side privileges, I'd, I would call him a protege. Yeah. I would call him a protege of Floyd Mayweather, That's just correct. to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I mean, he he took the game and ran with it. You know what I yeah. mean? I mean, if Floyd came before him. Floyd schooled him. I think that's one of Canelo's uh, best nights because he lost, but he got a lesson from one of the best ever. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and again, not just in the ring, but at the business table. Because yeah. uh, he has implemented all those things that Floyd Mayweather did so perfectly. And listen, I, you know, I get a little bit uh, upset sometimes because the politics and boxing gets in the way so often. However, however, we're talking about a sport where notoriously for the history of the sport, fighters have been abused by promoters and whatnot. So whenever a fighter wins, I, I, I tend to not get that upset. I, although it, I hate some of the BS and the ducking and the, the a, I'm the A yeah. side and all that bullshit, you know, yeah. I do get tired of that. But to know, to know the fighters have a little bit more say so, a little bit more power and they can make the money that they deserve. I can't be too mad at that. Right. Um, I want I want. I want I want boxing to to make that known more often to to publicize those rehydration clauses. You kind of got to look into those if you're a real boxing fan and to 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 really find those out. You know they don't. They, that's not just public information. They don't just throw that in there with the tail of the tape. Well, they're certainly I, not I, promoting I, I it. Like, <laughs> right. I, I I would like I would like for for boxing, but I know the fighters. They don't want it out there like that. You know, it's not the best look all the time, but. That would be information that a lot of the fans we need to know off top that, that fighters are doing it like that. For sure. I mean, I know uh, I mean, like the most recent example was the Ryan Garcia, and he's been complaining that, you know, that yeah. you know, in his fight with Tank that if he hadn't had to do a rehydration clause that, yeah. I mean, and at the end of the day, sometimes it makes a difference. Uh, I don't think in every case it makes a difference. I think with Ryan Garcia, I think he was just mentally beat. Sure. You know, and that's just what that what that was. Yeah. You know, he could have rehydrated to 170 pounds. Right. If you're not there mentally, you're just not you're not going to win a fight against somebody like Tank. Absolutely, I I, I agree. I agree. Uh, Ivory, what are your thoughts this weekend? This fight we got Canelo, Charlo. Where do you, how how you looking at this thing right now? Well, you know, like I said last week, I don't like the fact that you know what we just talked about. I don't like the fact that Charlo jumping up two two weight classes and and that 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 Canelo is is. You know, that's he's vouching for that. That's the type of fight he wants. I kind of look at Canelo a little different for that. But, I mean, he is the bigger fighter, Charlo, I'm talking about. Uh, longer arms, taller guy. So maybe he can move around and use his uh, mobility to to, to kind of use that his reach and, and, and bigger size uh, and his advantage. But, you know, with that extra weight, how much how much moving is he, is he willing to do? Is he, you know, he's never fought it that way before. So that's the kind of, 
I'm looking, I'm looking at Charlo and wishing that he didn't have to make this big a jump. You know, I wish he kind of felt that that respect and the pride that that he wants to feel that he doesn't have to do this. You know, when a fighter does something like this, you feel like they're not getting the props and then maybe the money, the big fight and the notoriety that they feel they deserve. And so they kind of make a decision like that. I don't think it's going to go well for Charlo. I wish he didn't have to, you know, make this type of decision. But, hey, man, you know, when you're going for it like that, you got to go for it big. And, uh, you know, maybe if the other if the other brother was, was going in there, I, I don't know. If he was jumping up two fight classes, would I feel different? I don't know. Maybe not. Um, but who knows? Uh, uh, but I, I just wish he kind of felt that 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 notoriety and that and that publicity that he's chasing so he wouldn't have to make a big jump like this but hey man go for it he's a great fighter he got all the belts you know i guess he feels like he has this this one last move he has to make well you know it, it's it's interesting right cuz if he had just stayed put there's a big fight at 154 for him waiting there right now but timing yeah. right timing yeah. timing is everything so uh yeah. but and listen I, you know i will never you know if, even if i don't agree with it golly i'm excited i love seeing fighters daring to be great you know going sure. against the odds you know odds be damn whatever you think i don't care i'm going for it you know and 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 i just i love it when a fighter does that and i think that's what you know, Jamel is doing, he's like, hey, man, you know, and you could tell in the press conferences how much respect he has for Canelo. Yeah. It wasn't the normal trash talking. It wasn't the normal, you know, BS roughhousing with your opponent. There is a level of respect uh, that Jamel Charlo has for Canelo because him and his brother and I think almost everybody in the sport has realized this guy is the face of boxing, has been for a while now. And, you know, when you're on that level, that's where you aspire to be as a fighter, right? You want to be on that kind of stage. And now this is his opportunity to be on that stage with the man himself. And so you could see that there's a level of respect. I think that's why he conducted himself the way he has. I'd be curious to see how this week goes, the rest of fight week leading up to the way, and then obviously come fight night, you know, how that, you know, how that continues to play out. But you know, I look at it like this, and this is just my take now. I, I'm looking at these two guys. Love the matchup. Listen, uh, you know, weight class issues aside, I just think these two guys are probably pretty comparable walking around. But as Butcher said, fighting at the weight is a little bit different. So you yeah. do have to think about that and factor that in. Uh, but I do still love the matchup. I think, um, and I guess we'll go ahead and start doing some final predictions here because I'm going to go ahead and wrap mine up in, in just kind of my analysis here on what I'm thinking Love the matchup. I, I think we've said it a number of times already. This is definitely, in Jamel Charlo, an opponent that will let us know if Canelo in, indeed is slipping. Is he on the decline? We will find out uh, this weekend with this fight. And if I had to bet on it, I'd say that Canelo's probably still got a bit more in there, right? And, and again, uh, you know, Canelo's had a few fights now at this weight class. I mean, listen, to be undisputed at 168 ain't, ain't easy. You know, they're not just giving that, that, that recognition out, right? He's got all the belts, uh, and he's ready to defend them. Uh, going up two weight classes, that's got to be tough. Uh, Jamel Charlo, I think, although it's going to be a fun fight, I think stylistically may be what Canelo was looking for to showcase that he still has what he has. Remember, Canelo's a very sharp fighter. Uh, you know, he hasn't looked as sharp recently, but I think he will look sharp this weekend. Uh, and I've got Canelo. I've definitely got Canelo winning. I've definitely got Canelo winning this weekend. 
I'm trying to think if he can actually stop the guy. You know, I, you know, let me do this real quick. I'm going to go ahead and look, and let's just go ahead and throw this out there as we break this down a little further. The last five fights for Canelo. Are you ready for this? So this is this is Canelo right here. Last five fights in this order, uh, from most recent to to, to 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 further down the line. Unanimous decision over John Ryder. Unanimous decision over Triple G. Loss to Dimitri Bivol. TKO victory over Kayla Plant, and then a TKO uh, victory over Billy Joe Saunders. Those are the last five fights uh, for Canelo. Uh, the last five fights uh, for Jamel Charlo, again, from most recent uh, on. Knockout over Brian Castaño. Split decision draw to Brian Castaño. Knockout over Jason Rosario. Knockout over Tony Harrison. Knockout over George Cota. Um, can, what can you take from that? You kind of look at some of the names on there. I, I, I think, you know, name-wise, Canelo's got a little bit more power there. I mean, we're talking about, you know, uh, current oh, light heavyweight champion uh, who he did lose to. And, again, I, I don't think I don't think Canelo ever needs to go up to 175 no, again. No, he doesn't. But, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm just looking at that. And I'm trying to, you know, factor that in. I just, I don't know, man. I, I think maybe... I think maybe we get a decision, unanimous decision victory uh, for Canelo this weekend. I, th- I guess that's where I land on that. Fernando, let's, let's circle back around to you. What do you think? What are your final – what's your prediction My final on this prediction. One? So uh, when we first started talking about this, I kept saying I think it will be a decision, and I thought it would be competitive. Um, and, you know, last episode I said something that I thought was pretty interesting about, about Jamel Charlo, which is, hey, he seems a little nervous to me. Mm-hmm. The energy I'm getting from this guy is that he's a little nervous – that maybe he, like it's almost like he's just now realizing, oh shit, I'm coming up to weight classes, <laughs> you know. Because, because, because this is the same guy that pulled up on Jared uh, Hurd at right. a fight, right? Uh, you know, in the audience, you know, he pulls up on fighters, famously, you know, gets in their face. You know, he's done it numerous times at Barclays, you know, uh, and he's a uh, a big time trash talker, you know. Uh, and for this one, it's just been the complete opposite. This is the complete opposite. Uh, the complete opposite, and it just. Uh, I keep getting this like vibe out of him, like he's just—he's either very nervous or very locked in, right? But to <laughs> me, but to me, I'm—I'm I, I'm thinking it's a little bit of nerves. Now, historically, some of the best performances in boxing have come with a very nervous fighter, sure, like Muhammad Ali over Sonny Liston. The first time he was terrified of him, right? And but he went on to put on a, a master class, right? But I just think in this case, what's going to happen is that. Uh, we're either going to see uh, Canelo stop Jermel Charlo. I think we'll see that. Or we're going to see uh, a Charlo that's in survival mode and uh, makes it impossible for Canelo to knock him out. But it will be like a, a wide uh, unanimous decision for Canelo. Um, so depending on uh, on what type of Charlo we get, if he wants to exchange and get in there, I do think it, with this nervous energy that he's kind of – I mean, I could be way off here. Sure. But uh, – I'm thinking he's going to get stopped. I'm thinking he's going to get stopped. And unfortunately, I think it might have been happening uh, a little early than Ooh. we think. Wow. Wow. I'm thinking like five or six rounds. Okay. Wow. That's a that's a bold prediction, I would say. Had I, had I not seen those two episodes of uh, All Access, <laughs> I think I would have I would have stuck with a competitive, the close decision. That producers probably got to me. <laughs> this is how they get us to buy pay-per-views. That's I guess. right. <laughs> that's what they do. That's but, what uh, they do. I, just from what you I know, saw. I want that. I want- I want to ask, like, you know, as, as far as the nervous energy and, and not going at Canelo, is it because 
Canelo's not he's not that type of fighter either. You know, he he's not a big trash talker in the recently in he the has press been, conferences and all that. You know, yeah, he he's kind of grown up, matured. He spent all that money from from the zone, so he's like he's <laughs> he's kind of he, he's kicked back, he's laid back. So I think he doesn't give guys that type of energy. You you're almost wasting your time trying to trying to you know go at at Canelo and rattle him up because he's not he's a laid back dude. So I think that kind of affects his opponent. That's maybe affected Charlo, and he's like, well, you Man. know, let me fall back. I'm I, I'm looking silly trying to go at this dude verbally. I think he likes that his opponent took trash though. Like Caleb Plan, uh-huh. he was a good guy. I mean, Canelo was a good guy. Oh, he called me, you know, he said something about my mom, this and that. Yeah, and, yeah. and you yeah. don't do that. I'm going to beat you up now. And I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, Demetrius Andrade may, you know, We'll disagree a little bit with the trash talk because oh, right. he, he oh, got yeah, yeah. he got he got into like a viral moment, right? I, I'll say this, man. I feel like I, f- I feel like it's a couple of things. I feel like Bay it's, day. yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's a couple of things. I think it's him feeling comfortable with his English. He started talking a little bit more. Yeah. you know, he is talking a little bit more. And 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 yeah, I think he. I think you're right, uh, man. Well, I think I think he does like it when the other fighter runs his mouth because he don't have to do it then, right? Now I, I'm, yeah. I'm the guy. I don't have to talk. I'm going to talk in the ring. You know that. He, I think he likes playing that role, but I think as his English has gotten a little bit better, he does start talking a little bit yeah, more it, trash. It is funny. Just to piggyback on a little bit of one, uh, what uh, the butcher said just now with the Caleb Plant fight, he had to make up a reason because he pretended like he did not know what motherfucker meant, and <laughs> he had to pretend like he did not know what that meant. But he knew damn well what that meant. And he so, knew what he meant. And so when uh, Caleb Plant called. <laughs> Talk about my mom. He called me motherfucker. Yeah, that's exactly what it was, and he smacked the shit out of Caleb Plant. <laughs> Boy, that was that was an unfortunate uh, event. You knew the fight was over before it started. <laughs> oh man, oh man. Let's see, uh, Butcher. Go ahead, man. Give us your uh, your final take on this thing. Oh, even though I think it's going to be uh, a pretty close fight, maybe the first five rounds. Mm-hmm. I think Canelo is going to start to break him down through through the rounds and just. Um, stop him. Um, maybe in the 10th round. But yeah, definitely I will see. I don't think uh, Charlo is going to stand there and just exchange. I think he's just going to move around a little bit. And that's going to make it a little hard for Canelo. But eventually, like with plan, he will do it. He will take care of business. Uh, he will break him down and eventually just beat him. Boom. There it is. Uh, you know, I like it. Uh, I-, I can dig it. Uh, Ivory. What are your thoughts on this one, man? This weekend, you got Canelo and Charlo. He's going up two weight classes. I know you said you didn't like it, but how do you see it playing out? Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, re- I respect the fact that he's doing it. Uh, I, I don't like it as far as, you know, what the outcome is going to look like. But I'm I'm kind of right there with Fernando. I'm thinking maybe a quick, a quick stoppage, maybe before we even get to six, five or six. I feel like Charlo's going to feel like he's going to have to go in there and kind of be – busy and be bouncing around, be moving around and, and, and try to get him with energy and just try to outshot, uh, uh, you know, out, outwork him as far as his, uh, his punch output. But I think that's kind of walking right into Canelo's hands. He's an outstanding counter puncher, outstanding defender. And, you know, after a while, third, fourth round come around, he's going to time you out. And, uh, at, at the same time, Charlo's going to be feeling that extra weight he's carrying around. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to time out to a nice five, six round put down by uh, by Canelo, man. That's that's what I'm seeing. You know, I'm real interested. The, the, the two of you, both of you guys, are, are, are thinking it's going to be an earlier stoppage. I'm really, uh, Ch- Jamel has never been stopped before, has he? No, 
No. Okay. No. I just. No. I'm personally, I'm going off of that ner- nervous energy that sure. I made, like I said, I may be way off about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, these producers did a hell of a job, you know. <laughs> but to me, he just seems a little nervous, even with some of his mannerisms and just a lot of the stuff he's he's doing and saying. It's uh, a big like, move, man. You know, it's like, a big move for him. It is. And so for me, like, I and detect a little bit of nervous energy. I detect a little stage. bit of, you know, it's a big, huge stage. You know, you may have fought in Showtime a bunch of times, but you never fought Canelo on a Showtime pay-per-view. Yeah. And so, you know, that's a, a, you know, it's just like if you were to fight Mayweather, that's a whole nother ballgame. Yeah. So I, I think it's just a big moment for Jamel Charlo. Maybe he is just trying to handle it in a more civilized manner and this and that. But, you know, recently he has been trash talking other opponents. So it's right. just, I don't know. I detect a little nervous energy. It could play into his benefit too. You know, it doesn't mean that could affect him. But I just, I, I see him uh, getting rocked early. I think he'll either get into survival survival mode. Uh, or he'll get stopped early, and I just I'm leaning towards Canelo. If he still has anything of what he is, if he's still the elite fighter that we think he is, I think he has enough to enough killer instinct in him to uh, to, to close out the show. Well, you know what? Yeah. I don't think Canelo is done yet. I think he passed his peak and he's going to start to go down. But I don't think he's done yet. I think he still have a couple of years to in a good level in the highest level actually. I think he's going to fight, eventually going to fight uh, Benavides, lose his titles, and then Benavides is going to move up. And then I think Canelo is going to eventually win another title, and and that's it. I think. Yeah. That, that's what I think. But definitely Canelo is not done, man. Yeah. I think, I, he's just... still the, he, I think he's still hungry. He loves, you know, you can tell that he loves the sport. He's not in there for the money, he, even though he... He has, he has enough. He has enough. He's out. made the money. I just hope that Jermel Charlo is not, you know, mentally ruined by this fight to where a fight with Crawford is no longer, like, uh, appealing. Right. Possible. Yeah. You know, um, I want him. Is I got, his brother going to be there? I don't know. That's a good I don't know. Question. That's a good question. A good I know question. he's been dealing with some stuff. And I, his brother going to be there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I know. I, yeah, that's a good question. I don't even know if, if, if they've talked about exactly what he's been dealing with, but I know it's. He's been dealing with some serious. Yeah, uh, they, they, they've kind of kept that on the low. Issues, yeah, so uh, here's yeah. something. Here's something we hadn't talked about yet. You know, thinking about the fight, and I know we've all kind of weighed in on on, on our predictions and what we think is going to happen. But you know, listen, I'm looking at the last five fights over here again. Uh, four of the last five fights for Charlo for Jamel have been knockout victories. I mean, this guy's moving up two weight classes. Is there a chance that he carries that power with them? I mean, obviously we don't know. He's never fought at 168. But what if he does? I mean, that could. You know, that he, got, could be, he got some momentum. Yeah, some very momentum underrated. Right you know, very underrated power for sure. You're gonna see the opponent that he that he faced. Right. I give it to him. Uh, he put a uh, Castaño to sleep by Cota. Who's Cota? Right. 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 He knocked him out really easily. And but yeah, who's Cota? Who who who's the other guy? He's got Cota. Well, 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 Tony Harrison. Tony Harrison is somebody. Tony yeah. Harrison is somebody, and you know he knocked him out in the rematch, and you know. A lot of people thought Castaño won against Jamel the first time. First time, yeah. and he he erased the doubts. Right. So you know he's doing what he's supposed to do, rising to um, the occasion when he needs to. to. Sure, uh, he reminds me kind of a of a Terry Norris from back in the days, uh, one fifty four. Sure, you know he like if you look at his record, not a, like a very high percentage of knockouts, but he can put you to sleep with any any punch at any sure. given night. Sure, that's kind of who he reminds me a very explosive young fighter, uh, fighter uh, Terry Norris. I remember that man, terrible Terry Norris, man, bad dude. Yeah, very I, bad dude. I hate how we did Sugar Ray. 
Yeah. <laughs> he did a few people pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. He, he did Mildred Taylor pretty dirty, too. Yeah, man. Yeah. He, he was a man of his time over there, Terry Norris, man. Uh, I tell you what. Uh, listen, we weighed in there. Uh, looking forward to the fight. Everyone's got their predictions in. Um, I, again, really looking forward to it. Is there anything that we haven't mentioned about the fight before we kind of move on to our, our final topic here? What mental state Charlo is? That's the only thing that's captivated me over the last couple of weeks is, is he nervous enough that he's just going to concede the fight? Yeah. You know, who, who, who's bringing him in the ring? Who, who's walking? Yeah, the that's, ring? that's that's that'd be important to see too. Yeah, sure. who, who's going to do the walkouts? I, yeah, I'd love to see uh, if, uh, if they keep that going. Aware. Yeah, what aware? <laughs> he does have some of the most interesting outfits, but I'll, I'll say this: I'll say this much. Uh, with Crawford, when Eminem walked him out, we just knew the fight was over. Yeah. At least I did. <laughs> so for Canelo, if someone like Peso Pluma walks him out, hey. Sorry, Charlo. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. I saw. I saw Canelo. Was it today? Made yeah. a post of him working out. By the way, looks in incredible shape. Oh, he does. Incredible yeah. shape. Uh, he was uh, lefty. He was listening to Lefty the yeah. other day. So yeah. I, I said, okay. "R.I.P. R.I.P. Lefty." Yeah. For sure. Um, all right. Listen. Let's go ahead. Let's wrap things up here. We've got one more thing to uh, to run into uh, to go over before we wrap up today's episode. Announced today officially. There was rumors about this possibly happening. Devin, the Dream Haney, making his debut up at uh, Super Lightweight at the 140 weight class. He's going to be taking on Rougarou, Regis Progray. What do you think of that match, Fernando? Uh, very good fight. I think, I mean, I think Progray is going to turn up uh, his level a little bit more for this one than he did his last fight. For sure. I think in this last fight, he kind of fought down to the level of the opponent. And he just got paid. And he was probably chilling. Yeah, so so this this is a good fight. I think he'll turn, turn up... Uh, for sure, for this one, I think it's a big mistake on the zone's part making this pay per view. Yeah. Because you have an opportunity to showcase a, two top fighters right now uh, for to people who casual. Is it the zone pay per view? It's a the zone pay per view, and you know uh, you have an opportunity here to showcase these two fighters to casual fans who you know can you know hey become fans of two new fighters that they haven't seen before that right. are elite fighters, and you're charging people for this pay per view on top of the ridiculous subscription fees that the zone already charges. Dude, if you ask me... You'll be lucky if you do... This is not a pay-per-view fight. It's not, for sure. It's a good fight, but it ain't a pay-per-view no, fight. No, it's not a pay-per-view fight, and you'll no. fight... I mean, hey, if they, if they get 5,000 5, buys, hey... <laughs> <laughs> I just... Let me tell you. I'm just going to say this real quick. I was all in with the zone at first. The, the fees that they were charging, I can understand a little hike here and there, right? Because, I mean, you can get some big fights. Yeah. But then when you start really increasing that number, I mean, exponentially increasing that number, and then charging me pay-per-view fees on top of the subscription fee, man, that was the whole point of this yeah. thing. The whole business model, when you came out as yeah. a company, you said, you're going to subscribe and you're going to get all these fights. That's how it works. No more ridiculous pay-per-view buys. Pay-per-view is dead stuff. or something. Yeah, you're right. But, but, but look at this shit. It's cheaper <laughs> yeah. than Showtime, though. It, it is, but I mean, at the but at the end of the day, like this is to me, this is not a, a pay per view fight. It is definitely not a. Pay-per-view it is not fight. a pay per view fight. No, no, nah, nah. and and yeah, Haney's not that. He doesn't carry that type of name just yet. And you're going into a new weight class, you know. Yeah, introduce them to people before you start, you know, charging us like that, man. But you know, the, Haney's a good fighter. His name is out there, but not at that, not at that level just yet. And and you know we. Let us see that you can handle this weight class first before you start charging us. I mean, I think there maybe are a couple of fighters that I would, you know, consider paying a pay-per-view to see Devin Haney fight. 
you know, there are a couple of fighters, a couple of dance partners out there where it makes sense. Not, this not, isn't not one this of them. Good. Although I like this matchup. It's a great matchup. I do and, like the matchup, but just like you said, pay-per-view, I don't yeah, know about and, that. And the zone is notorious for some of the lousiest undercards. <laughs> some of the most terrible undercards, you know, on a pay-per-view event. So it's disappointing, but yeah, I'm going to try to find a way to watch this fight for sure. Uh, <laughs> 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 you know, uh I, I never said illegally. I'm going to try and watch this fight, you know, for sure. Somebody will, somebody will hook it up. Hey, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, no, uh, but, yeah. Uh, interesting fight, again, coming up, man. Devin the Dream Haney, we were wondering who was going to be his next opponent. Again, making the move up to 140, taking on Regis Rougarou Pro Gray. Uh, December 9th. Uh, so, again, uh, the gift that keeps on giving 2023. We've got another good one on the card to look forward to. And I think they're doing that one out on the West Coast, if I saw correctly. San Francisco, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, San Francisco. So. Devin Haney's a Bay Area guy, right? That's right. So, that's right. Said he's coming home. Homecoming. Yeah, for sure. So, And I will say this. If, if, if Pro Gray is on his A game that night, it's going to be a big, big test for Haney. He's yeah. going to have his hands full. Sure. Um, so... That's why I like the matchup. So it's a it's a great fight actually, and uh, I want to see how he handles one forty. Just real sure. quick, man, you got anything to say about uh, Haney Progress? Yeah, I think uh, Progress is definitely a threat for Haney. I'm the type of guy that I want to see Haney fight the best because he was the best supposed to be uh, one thirty five, uh, and moving up to 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 welterweight, he he got to show he got to show me that he was the be- that he was the best in the lower division. Sure. And now in a new division, can I show me that he's the best? And he's, I think he's fighting the best he, in this division. If he wins, that I, I see that possibly because he's a really good fighter. Then I give him all the credit. But for now, I think he's still uh, got a little more to show me. But he, he, if he definitely uh, beats progress, he will be the best in this division. I don't think Lopez Teofimo will be able to to beat him. Honestly, I, don't know. And he's, I think he's fighting the best right now. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. who, if he wins, who's gonna face? Uh, I'll say this, you know, I thought Tay was gonna lose to Taylor after the performance he did against Taylor, who was, sure. was a pound for pounder at that time. Sure, I think Haney's got his hands full with with Tay for sure. Yeah, I, and I don't think he beat uh, Lomachenko either. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say because you can't see it through through audio here. Uh, the butcher was using air quotes when he said the yeah. best at one thirty five. Okay, yeah. So, so, so you know, there, there's still some controversy there, man. Some people think Loma beat Haney, right? Uh, but but Haney got the nod that night, so that was kind of left unfinished. We thought maybe we get a rematch. No, we're not getting a rematch. Haney's moving on to one forty, so now we're getting Haney pro gray. Uh, I'll say this: I, I really like the match. I think it's a fun matchup, and I think it. We, I think we'll be able to get a lot from this. I think we'll be able to really see, you know, where Haney's at moving up to 140. Maybe it's something that he needed to do a fight before, right? So moving up 140, how does Haney look in the new division? Is he going to continue to excel in, in in the way that people have anticipated him uh, excelling? We'll see. Pro Gray is a tremendous opponent. Uh, young, hungry, very capable, and uh, listen, uh, he he believes that he's one of the best, even though you know he hasn't had a chance to build his resume as such just yet. But boy, what an opportunity this is for Progray to prove himself. Uh, Progray gets a W here; the whole script is flipped, you know. Yeah. So we'll have to see what ends up happening. I love the matchup. Uh, I wish it was happening in Vegas. I would, I would probably try to go to that one, but uh, you know, I'm gonna let them have it in San Francisco. Uh, 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 mm-hmm. Ivory man, what are your thoughts, real quick? Haney Pro Gray, what do you think of that matchup? Just real fast. Yeah, no, it's a big fight for Haney. Um, like we said, I mean, we, we don't know why it's on pay per view, but you know that that the fact that he didn't didn't do the rematch with Lomachenko, maybe this is a 
a money grab because that didn't ha- didn't go down. So, you know, who knows? But at the same time, still a big fight. Um, and Haney needs to show and prove. He needs to come out here and look good. He can't just come out here and win. I think he, he needs to come out here and really look good and put on a show. If he thinks, if he wants to go, uh, you know, move up to that status of a fighter that he thinks he is. So it's a big fight for him. Um, it's an important fight for him. I, I agree, and that's kind of why I like the matchup especially, man, because Haney knows that he needs to come up. If he's coming up in a weight class, he's not getting the rematch with Loma. He's coming up in a weight class. He wants to show he's still that guy, right? Yeah. Haney wants to show yeah. it. And, 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 and Pro Gray, he wants to show you that, hey, put me in the damn conversation, you know? Uh, yeah. you, when you think of the best, you need to think about me. So a great opportunity for him yeah. to prove himself uh, on, on that kind of level, on that also, kind of stage. It's also a great opportunity for Haney not to fight Shakur Stevenson. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep that 100% as well. Yeah, so. <laughs> hey, man, ain't nobody wanted with Shakur, apparently, man. This dude, but, I uh, mean, yeah. I'm going to keep saying that because he, you know, they, they had every opportunity to make that fight and right. you know, he didn't want that. Uh, you know, he doesn't want a rematch with Lomachenko, but for sure he doesn't want anything to do with Shakur. I think Yeah, he ain't the only one. So, he so he's moving up. One. He's moving up and you know, maybe maybe it's just he can't make the weight anymore, but for sure he doesn't want any part of Shakur right now. Absolutely. I agree. Right. In my opinion. This is not a tune up fight either. So No, it's not. Well, or credit it, to Haney. It's not true. No, true credit, that. credit for true that. that. Yeah, yeah. Credit. He's uh, going out to fight the champion. Credit for that. Uh and, and, and again good point. And and again, if Progress brings his A game for this one, he's gonna have everything he can handle. Um, if he fights like he fought, what's his name, Soria? Mm-hmm. If he fights like he fought him, then I, well, I can see Haney taking a, a very comfortable. Yeah, know, but decision. that's the but, only time we've ever seen pro grade look and like so that. He, like I said, and, and we said he may have fought down to, and every fight, every elite fighter has one off night. And again, he just signed and, a big uh, contract, got a big, big chunk of money, was probably, I don't want to say he was overlooking his opponent, but maybe, right? But maybe. Should be a good fight. Yeah. I, I hope Haney does have respect for uh, Progress power because Ruguru does have some tremendous power at 140. Yep. Um, you know, we've seen what he's done to numerous fighters, you know, Cepeda, um, Endongo. Uh-huh. Yeah, Saudi yes. to Endongo, you know, in, also in two rounds, I think he knocked him out early, just demolished him. So he's got some tremendous power. He's got some really good power. And Haney's gonna have a, he's gonna have to somehow find a way to outbox him and you know frustrate him, and uh, it's it's gonna be a very good fight, very good fight. Yeah, excited for it, man. What a year twenty twenty three has been, fellas. Thank you so much, man. Looking forward to this weekend, big fight. Can't wait to recap it and uh, see how things end up shaking out. Fernando, anything else? Yes, sir. A big thank you to the butcher for coming butcher, here, yes, uh, chopping it thank up with you us. Yes, sir. And uh, just glad to have him here and discuss his favorite fighter, Canelo. <laughs> I love having him here. Yeah, I, I wanted to give him this opportunity to talk about Canelo, and you know, it's a. Now I'm just. <laughs> yeah, I still not a fan No, I'm a big thank you to the butcher. Big thank you to Ivory for chopping it up with us. Yeah, as butcher, always. butcher. Good to see you, man. Good to see you, man. Look forward Happy to this weekend. Here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, thank uh, you for forward. having me. Absolutely, I appreciate it, man. Whatever you say, baby. No doubt, man. I appreciate you boys for the invite. Hey, I appreciate y'all last week posting that picture, man, wearing the little merch. Hey, we were that rocking that, weren't we? Yes, we were, we were. I got that at uh, my house, too. I'm going to wear that. Yeah, representative of Whatever You Say podcast. Shout out to I my man, Ivory it, man. Towns, man. Make sure you go check him out. And thank you for checking us out here for Fair Once and Fairways. Until next time, y'all, keep your hands up.